Hello, what have we here? James, did you hear that the Lando series is done? It's over. They're not, they're not, not having the Lando series anymore. Because it's a movie now! Woo! And we know what happens with Star Wars movies. They get made. <laughs> I thought you were going to say canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Welcome, everybody, to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. That's James. And yeah. uh, we are here to talk to you about that news about the Lando movie and a bunch of other stuff. But, uh, yeah, James, just out of the gate, like when you heard that news, were you like... Because it came from the source. It's from Donald Glover's brother, who's co-writing yeah. it. It wasn't one of those things that came from, you know, uh, a report from a report from a report. Were you surprised that uh, that was sort of the bomb he dropped on that one? Um, uh, yeah, a little bit, but also don't don't forget that after it was said, Variety reached out to Lucasfilm and Lucasfilm confirmed it. So Variety's report on the story said we reached out to Lucasfilm and they said yes, that's in fact accurate so i was like that's wild that they had something to say about it and confirmed that made it feel even more real than than just somebody being like i were kind of treating it like a movie you know what i mean because like i mean they said uh who was it that just said that about ahsoka you know what i mean well what's my favorite episode i kind of see like the whole thing is like a movie you know yeah i could see a creator sort of encountering the project like that um but it was it was pretty wild to hear and then see that that was in fact confirmed that they're turning it into a movie and i was like "Ah, i don't know i mean we'll get it we'll get into it but yeah it was kind of it was kind of shocking we will get into it. And, you know, obviously, if you know, you're listening and watching, you see the title of the episode. So the question is going to be, is this Solo 2 happening? So um, <laughs> we'll get into that. But before we do, uh, we want to thank everybody who either listens or watches the TRB. Uh, oh, and by the way, Lacey, uh, uh, the, her current schedule, she'll be back with us on TRB Live on Wednesday. Go hit her up on uh, social media at Lacey Gillerin and say hello. Uh, but also get your dose on the TRB Live episodes. Um, but if you dig in what we're doing over here, uh, please do subscribe on your preferred uh, audio platform, whether that's Apple or Spotify. Um, we just recently started charting in Australia, which is cool. Uh, and um, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at the resistance broadcast. Uh, free to subscribe there as well. Uh, and if you like what we do and you want some more exclusive content and also to support what we do here, uh, for starting at five bucks, you can join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com slash resistance broadcast and check out our tiers. We have a lot of cool perks, rewards, and benefits and fun stuff over there, including mm -hmm. a Discord server. So if you're getting a little uneasy about what's going on with social media and you want a great place to come hang out, that's another benefit of our patreon too elon just tier. bought discord so he bought our discord <laughs> no yeah no no he bought <laughs> discord so he's just like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah go check it out and if you can support us it means a great deal to us because everything we do here at trb is from the three of us and all the support you we get from everybody uh keeps us going and allows us to keep growing so thank you very very much uh james we're bringing back a segment we haven't done in a while uh, so take it away, my friend. All right. The Force is with me, and I'm one with the Force. 
This is one of the toughest segments we have here at TRB because Star Wars has a lot of options to choose from, but in one with the Force, you can only choose one answer for each one of the upcoming questions, and that's what makes it so difficult. Uh, we are going to kick it off with uh, probably the toughest of the three, though. I will say that. Uh, I looked at this question and I was like, oh my gosh, we talked about the trolley problem on the other episode the other day. And I'm like, this is similar. Uh, (laughs) So the first one to kick off one with the force this week is you are captured and sentenced for crimes you did not commit in the known Star Wars galaxy. You can either, here are your two options, accept sentencing to life in prison in the known galaxy where you can have occasional visitors, but you live out your days in a cell. Or the other option is you are banished to a secondary galaxy far, far away (laughs) where you are free to roam as you please, but you are unable to return to the known galaxy and will never see your friends or family again. I do have one question about this, John. Is this place that you're being banished to like Peridia or is it like, just the other galaxy where like I could, I could start a new life on other planets and stuff. Um, I do. We stay in the vein of Ahsoka. I guess we can just for the sake of what we know. And it's okay. It's in people's minds. They could see it. All right. Well then you tell me what you're going with between these two. Uh, um, I would have to accept the life sentence and live in a cell um, because I don't know that I could want or would want to go on without any of my friends or family. Um, That stuff's really, really important to me. So I think even if I did go on and like try to have a new existence wherever I'm exiled uh, in this new, new galaxy, whether it's Peridia or what have you, I wouldn't be as um, jovial and adjusted as Ezra. So (laughs) I would not have a good go with it. So I'm going to go with, I'll take the sentence. I'll live in my cell. Maybe they'll let me, you know, hit the gym once in a while or something. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but at least I'll get to see my friends and family sometimes and maybe hear some, uh, other entertaining things happening outside the cell, but that's what I'm going with. Uh, what about you? I think if the other opportunity was you just had to go to the other <laughs> galaxy and you and there were people and there were environments and you could you're basically just starting a new life. I think that me as a person, like as much as it would suck knowing that those people are still alive, I think I could come to the conclusion that you know like life is what it is and those people are are gone just the same as if they just died you have to move on if like every member of your family died for some reason you you could move forward and at least in the environment of the other galaxy you'd be able to do that but or you'd be able to have like a normal life but the thing is is like if we are going to say that it's banishment to peridia i would just die there <laughs> i'm 100 <100% laughs> percent sure There's that does not that would not benefit me in any way being like, yeah, you can free to roam around this land. And I'd be like, okay, so one aspect of my freedom has been met, but uh, I have to hunt for my food and like all this other stuff. I'm like, no, this is this is not a life that I would rather have. I would prefer to be in a cell surrounded, you know, with other people and stuff that might 
that may or may not be difficult, but it, but you'd, you know, you would be provided food and, uh, basic needs and other things. Like yeah. That. I, I, I just feel like, and then obviously there's still connection to friends and family. If anybody wanted to come and visit you, you'd still be able to see them and stuff. That just seems like a better an, uh, answer considering the other galaxy. If, if it was, if it was as simple as like you're being deported and you can never come back to America again, but you have to start a new life in another country. You're like, okay, well, yeah, but I can, I could just, you know, do what I was doing here over yeah. there or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but without friends and family. So I think I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the same thing as you, where we would just take the prison sentence and, uh, uh days the in a dark cell. star to the show, but yeah. <laughs> um, here we got another one though. Uh, let's do this one. It is, what is your favorite last scene in a star Wars movie? I'm going to let you try to guess what mine is, John. Um, let me run through it in my mind real quick. Yeah, I got to think of yours too. Uh, this one. I think oh, he you, might like that one. Oh, you wouldn't like that one. I know um, which one you you did. Oh, you definitely would not pick that one. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that you. I think you're are gonna going to get it wrong. Because I think sometimes you like to do the like surprise. I got you. I think bit. you're going to say like Attack of the Clones. Nope. No, nobody likes that one. <laughs> I, t- I thought it's the best one in the prequels, in my opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, no, actually, my real pick, and this sort of surprised me, too, is I really put up the lineup and I thought about all of them. And I was like, you know which one I think actually is like the best one? It's A New Hope. That's a great one. Yeah. I actually think that one, um, like there, it, it's... I like the ones that like have cliffhanger endings and stuff, but at the end of the day, like when you say like what, it, you know, what really encapsulates star Wars, what's the great ending. And I was like, I think it's the one where everybody is like, we won, you know? And I was like, okay, cool. So like of now that I've narrowed out half of them, cause they're like the foretelling endings as opposed to the happy we won endings. Um, I thought which one was the best, you know? And I was like, I think honestly it is the, they, they walk down the aisle, they get the awards, they stand in front of anybody. And the music there is oh. not like the force theme or something. It's its own original piece of music. And yet is so iconic as like that well, song that plays at the end. It's the of- force theme, but it's a, it's a, like a marching band. Like, I guess that that's true. That is version true. of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. It is a unique piece that is on the favorites of many, including myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's that's, a new hope. That's a great scene. It, the, the simplicity I think, of it, and and the, the like, the completion of it, and the happy ending, and everything is like it's good. I'm guessing yours is Rise of Skywalker. You would be incorrect. Oh, all right. I thought <laughs> you're maybe. in the neighborhood, though. My favorite last scene in a Star Wars movie is The Force Awakens. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, that scene. You know what threw me off? I I was thinking that would be Lacey's, and then I was like, it probably isn't Lacey's because she hates the final shot of it. The helicopter shot. Yeah. Yeah. So then I think that was what threw me off. But yeah, for you, yeah, I see it. Um, Yeah, because I remember um, the. I think the first time I saw that in the theater, I got like misty eyed at the music, the Jedi steps, and like which is another original. Yeah, and Ray climbing up the mountain, and we're wondering, is she going to find Luke? Is she not? And then 
we see him and he reveals, takes his hood off and the music swells. And all the, I, I thought that scene was just so perfect. Um, and I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, I can't believe I got to wait two years to find out where this goes next, you know? So Gee. that is burned in my brain as just like such a magical moment. And I love like the A New Hope. I love the ending to Return of the Jedi. Um, there's a bunch I really enjoy a lot. Even like I said, Attack of the Clones legitimately I like because you see the the dark side. You see the um, Across the Stars theme. You see the wedding. It's mm-hmm. like a really nice final scene for a lot of people's least favorite Star Wars movie. Um, Rogue One has a cool ending, obviously. Um, yeah, Solo, I, thought, I like the ending for, but but I thought about Solo, but then I was like, it's such a great ending, except for that extra bar. You hate the extra bar. <laughs> it yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah, you, you um, and Lacey both have these little things that. But yeah, and then uh, I also wanted to say that I I liked Last Jedi because there's something. Yeah, there was something so magical about the way that he was able to encapsulate the hope of the entire galaxy into one child mm-hmm. and, and like literally just him standing in front of that star and moving it up just says so much about, okay, now we're, now it's our turn to be on the offensive. You know, yeah. it's just so good. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. another one that I was considering was the Phantom Menace too, because again, because of the music, that whole thing. Yeah. And you know, that's the Palpatine theme, right? I do. Yeah. 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 Which I, I forget when, when I learned that I was like, holy crap, John Williams. Wow, man. Um, but yeah, Force Awakens for me is just like, it's just a special thing. that it'll always be that way. That last scene, I just really it really hit me like Ray, like completing that journey and the music is so, so good. Yep. Um, all right, well let's move on to one final one with the force question. And that one is going to be, you have the ability, the power to make one of these directors, star Wars movies get, get made. Which one are you choosing? Now, we just recently talked about last week the the long laundry list of all these movies, but we took the three bottom ones uh, because we think the three top ones are more likely to get made. So let's talk about the three bottom ones. Of these three directors, which one do you greenlight magically so it's going to happen? Sean Levy's movie, Ryan Johnson's movie, or Taika Waititi's movie? Uh, and based on TRB Live, I kn- or no, actually it was a poll, so I can't can't give anything away. I'm not I'm not saying anymore. <laughs> right. But uh, all right. So because uh, that comes um, out tomorrow for all patrons. Yeah. Uh, but we've already recorded it. So which one are you picking, John? That's a spicy mini episode that's hitting Patreon tomorrow. I'm just gonna yeah. say that. Um, I am I'm a toss up between two of them. Um, I think, and really this. This is solely coming down to director preference because we know nothing about any of these projects. Right. So I'm going to say Ryan Johnson, actually, because I know he's done it. And whether you like it or not, I thought he made a great movie. And I think him outside of the preciousness of the Skywalker saga he could do something special without any like preconceived notions. Um, and I think he's a great director. Um, not, not take anything away from the other two, but, uh, 
that would be, I think that would be my pick right now. And that might surprise people because I, you know, I like The Last Jedi, but I'm not like a diehard fan of it. Mm-hmm. I like JJ better, but I, I would probably green light his and see what he can do with a, with a blank canvas. What about For you? For me, yeah, for me, I see Sean Levy and Taika Waititi as the same sort of option. It's like this um, n- movie that we we have no connection to at all because we have seen Ryan's stuff before. And both of them have this edge of comedy that could be kind of neat, but they both feel like they're sort of the same movie and the same likelihood of being mm. made. So the, the, the question is like, do you want one of those or do you want Ryan Johnson that you've already seen, which is this uh, well-constructed movie that came with a lot of baggage, you know, and, and divisive fans and stuff. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, I am actually with you on the choice that oh, I think cool. I think that uh, Sh- Sean Levy and Taika Waititi's projects both are too much of a mystery, considering I don't know what kind of movie they would make. And when I look at Ryan Johnson, I go, I hate that the fandom would have to do it again. That right. They would bring That's him back. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it would be that. But I think that the movie that he would make with new with a new retrospect on how everything went down last time, I think Ryan would probably handle it a little bit differently um, and st- but still make a very good movie, a very solid Star Wars movie. Solid, that, yeah, that won't have any of those connections to fandom and stuff that um, people were so upset about. Yeah, and Ryan Johnson would And it would be the first. It wouldn't be like the follow-up of like, now that we saw what JJ did, you know. And he probably learned some things that he thinks like, oh, you know, I probably wouldn't have done this or would have done this a little differently. And now that he has one under his belt, I think that uh, lends itself to uh, progress for him in terms of being a Star Wars director too, so. Wow. It's a... it is a crazy time that we that we're looking at six, seven now directors. Um, we're not directors, I guess we don't have a director for the Lando movie necessarily, but um, we are oh, looking at true. seven Star Wars movies and going, which one of those seven do we think will actually make it? I know it's wild. Yeah. Yep. And like I said, we don't have a director picked out for the Lando series as of now, but uh, we could speculate on who that could be um, as we move into the discussion. Uh, One with the Force wrapping up and let's get on to that next section and let's just go straight to it. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. Yeah, James, you're right. We don't know who's directing Lando. Um... But we're going to speculate on who might be in Lando. Um, And the title of this episode should uh, make that pretty clear where we're aiming here. But we'll probably branch out a bit. But now that Stephen Glover has confirmed the Lando series is being developed as a feature film, the question back on the table is, will Han Solo be in it? Being Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo. So... Straight up, to the point, conversation. Um, I'm going to start things off. I'm I'm just as a hopeful person saying yes, but also as a logical person, I'm saying yes also. Because I think with a feature film, 
the stakes are higher. Uh, there's more money at stake. Um, they probably want to make sure that this thing is packed enough. Not that they don't believe in the character of Lando, but Han Solo is a more popular character than Lando Calrissian. And look what happened with that movie. Now, I blame that on the marketing and the release date, not necessarily the quality of the movie itself and the story. But I never really saw Lando as a character who could carry his own movie. And now that it's being made as a movie, to me, tells me that we are going to see the continued threads of Solo. So I'm thinking the syndicates, I'm thinking Kira Maul, I'm thinking Lando, I'm thinking Han Chewie, maybe even Jabba, Boba Fett. They're going to pack everyone into this movie and sort of give us, you know, making Solo 2 happen. Um, I think that's their best approach to get enough people in to a theater to see this. And I think that's the right move. So I'm thinking this is a good, actually a good sign that Alder Ehrenreich will return as Han Solo. And this is sort of their way of continuing those stories that were clearly left wide open at the end of Solo in such a perfect way. Um, where where are you at now? Because, I mean, obviously we're all <laughs> Make Solo 2 Happen. Yeah. We're the Make Solo 2 Happen crew. But uh, what do you think about that? Do you think in your gut, do you think Han Solo's, uh, Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo is going to appear in the Lando movie? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, you, so when this news dropped, you sent it to the chat and you said more, more likelihood that Alden is going to show up. And I said, well, to be honest, my opinion, or well, think of it this way, is that when you're doing a television show, you've got six or eight 40 minute episodes. And so there's less screen time or less available time to sort of go down a different path where you could bring in those extra characters, visit that extra planet, do the side quest, you know, feature some more people. And when you really have to chop down that through line, that story that you want to tell, sometimes it's just going to come down to what is absolutely necessary. You bring up the point though, is that that, elevates the chances then because you have the higher stakes. But I still wonder if Disney goes, what are you doing? You're wanting to add the, the main character of the movie that failed, you know? And then they say like, Oh, we, we don't really think it failed. You know what I mean? But that's the, the vibe around it. I could see them saying that. And, and the only reason to me to add that character in, you're right. It's Han Solo. But does the, this new version of non-Harrison Ford Solo unfortunately have this kind of stink attached to it that if he shows up in the trailer, then people go, oh, is that, you know, like that's just more of this. The other, the other portion of it too, just I just want to mention real quick, is I do think Lando can carry a movie, especially when it's Donald Glover, because hmm. I feel like like Donald is capable of writing the story and the world and everything that Lando can be when it comes to that character and make him really cool in the same way that you might say something like, I don't think Iron Man can carry a movie. Well, he probably can't, but if you make him cool and you make it, you develop that character and really show us what's neat about that character, then you can have your Thors and your Captain Americas and your, your Iron Man's carry movies, whereas before those characters didn't feel they felt like they were sort of um, secondary to your Spider-Man's and your X-Men's and things. 
Yeah, that's the Marvel comps always tough for me because Iron Man started the MCU. No one really knew what Iron Man was. And then you got Robert Downey Jr. Um, but Iron Man didn't start m- m- like f- superhero movies. Like people were saying, you can make movies about Batman and Superman, but you can't make movies about Iron Man. He can't carry a movie. That's what I. Yeah, I didn't even know what Iron Man was, to be honest with you. That's but what I'm saying. It's like, I think, I, I think that's sort of the same boat as people do know who Lando is, but can he carry a movie? And I'm like, I think he can, man. I think I he could like, be of this huge, charismatic character who goes on yeah, all sorts I, of these, gets I, himself into trouble and out of it. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying about Donald Glover. I think he is capable. Um, I think he and his brother are capable, clearly. Um, but what story do you tell with Lando that's compelling enough to say, like, this is why we made this movie? And I don't know if I could think of it. Because Lando really is, unless they really sh- want to sh- take a detour on what we knew that character to be, I mean, he's a light character. He's a supporting character in Star Wars. Um, oh, you could even say a supporting supporting character because you can even call Han Solo a supporting character to Luke Skywalker. And right. then Lando is a supporting character to Han's story. Um, obviously he has grown and became a hero and all that stuff. And then had a bigger role. I don't even know a bigger role. Return of the Jedi. He wasn't even in that much, but um, I, I, when I, <laughs> he led the attack on the Death Star. I know, but I mean, screen time. I mean, he really, it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. But when I think of a Lando movie and if it's just Lando and you know, who, who, who are we surrounding Lando with? Is it, is it Lobot? Like, is that enough? So what else do we bring in? Are we just going on this new adventure with Lando Calrissian where he's this gambler and a swindler and stuff. And it's like a pirate movie, but there's everything, everything else is new. Uh, Does it end with the Tabana gas mine at Bespin? Is that enough? Is cloud city enough? So then I start thinking like, clearly when they meet an empire, there's, you know, after what you pulled sort of thing. And I, I do not believe to this day, it's when he took his cheated, cheating card out of his sleeve. I think there was another, there's more interactions that have happened between the two of them. I started thinking about Chewbacca. I started thinking about the Millennium Falcon. I started thinking about stuff that you can put into this movie that would not feel forced, that would people would be like, I'm going to see a Lando movie. Why aren't they here? I don't understand that. You're, you're going to make a Lando movie and you're not going to have these friends of his in here, the Falcon, all this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's where my mind goes. And I think for the general audience, like the you know Disney thinking and you know, Lucasfilm thinking, like to, let's get as many people as we can to see movies. Movies aren't doing so hot at the box office. I think you want to get the wide net. Um, I don't look at Solo as this didn't work because of the movie. We've said this many times. I just think it was marketed terribly. They didn't believe in it. Uh, they didn't feature the love story in the in marketing. It looked dark. They didn't feature even Alden that much in the marketing as Han Solo. I think they took a passive approach to marketing Solo and it was a big mistake. They should have made it seem like a rocket ship flying good time and it felt like this sort of i don't know like the first shot was him like in a prison cell it was like strange and then where they sandwiched it so i'm taking all of the good from solo which for me is a lot of it and saying like if they try it again which is what a lando 2 could be if they do a solo follow-up they could really sell this as a really fun swashbuckling adventure from the marketing perspective 
Uh, I need to be sold on how, and Disney had to have been sold on this, how do you sell me on a Lando movie with no one else of familiarity or connectivity to Lando that we know had connectivity to Lando and tell me that movie's going to make over 500 million or whatever at the at the box office. Uh, man, I I don't know, man. I hear they're doing a Lando movie and it's done by Donald Glover and I just think, "Oh, well, he's the, he's the hero of that story and they're going to dive into the world that Lando has been involved in for a very long time. Uh the sportsman um gambling underground and like he's going to get himself involved with this other gang of people and i i the, all of it makes so much sense honestly it's like even one of those things where th- when they announced it i go that yep that makes sense you you um i think one thing here that's the difference is lando is very close to han solo the in character like they they hang out in the same crowds. They obviously know each other. But I think when you describe the movie, I think you're saying have Lando be the main character, but still have that main character, that main character's movie be like a Han Solo movie. And I'm like, I don't think that's the case. I think what they're going to do no. is they did Han Solo and, the, and they had Lando in it. And then if they do Lando, if Han happens to be in it, it's Han entering Lando's world. And every the, from character designs to the planets they visit and the worlds, they're not going to be those desolate um planets they're going to be expensive and lavish very comparable to how lando kept the falcon and how han kept the falcon and i think there's something about the production that goes into what donald is picturing and i i I literally just picture like flashing lights and big high quality luxury and he's playing the games and stuff yeah yeah all of that and i'm like that's lando's world and i'm excited to see it and i'm excited to learn more about it and just the same as um i mean i (laughs) i know it's the marvel comp but just the same as anytime they introduce me to any one of those characters and then they say that character's getting their own standalone movie i don't always expect them to be like well the only reason that movie's going to make a a billion dollars is if they throw in the thors or throw in the uh you know uh fury or something like that I feel like a lot of times you just kind of get introduced to more people in that character's life and that character's circles. And you go, those characters are awesome too. You know, Emphis Nest, you know, is awesome. Um, We we got introduced to Beckett and Kira and Dryden Voss and Emphis Nest and, and Rio Durant. You know, it's like all these characters came from only needing to really know Han and Chewie. But what else was in it? Maul was in it. The Falcons in it. Right, Chewie's but those are like it. those are cameos. Not Chewie the Falcon. And the Falcon. <laughs> no, no, no. I said Han and Chewie were your your two people for that yeah, movie. But uh, the Falcon's um, a big thing too. But I everybody see, else around him, look, I felt like was I, was new to the movie. I totally see what you're saying. I could, I think it'd be interesting if we revisit Canto Bite and Lando's there because we know he's gambled there before. Um. I find all that interesting, but what is the story? Like, it can't just be, you know, Lando's going around gambling and he's he's womanizing and he's fraternizing. Oh. Like, there has to be a conflict. 
Well, here's and, the thing is that this, this to me is the same reason I think we always talk about solo just being like you could make it solo two, a solo three, a solo four, a solo five, because to me, the stories with these characters are completely endless. Let anybody write a story. Lando makes a bad deal, gets himself into some trouble. Sure. It, but it, it gets like, his girlfriend captured and he's like, I got to do the right thing. I got to get her back, you know, or whatever. I don't know what the story is, but I guarantee you I'm on I, board. I know. I, yeah, I get that. The question is like, what was sold enough for them to be like, okay, we're going to transition this to a movie. Uh, and also let, let's be clear about this. It hasn't been like confirmed that it's going to be a theatrical film. It's possible that they're doing the first ever movie on Disney plus too. That could be a thing yes. too. So yeah. let's, I, you know, we have to add that factor in here too. I wonder what caused the shift though. Was it the brothers? Because their biggest success together is a TV show. So like I was surprised when I heard that it was being moved to a movie by Stephen Glover. Critically Glover, which, acclaimed TV show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean though. So wouldn't you think like, oh, you guys nailed that. We're going to stick with a series thing here. What oh, caused the shift yeah, to a movie uh, is the question here. Yeah. And it's 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 a head scratcher. It's a head scratcher I, for sure. I think I, if I was guessing, which actually, to be honest with you, I feel like I've guessed this whole story pretty well. Coming down to like, I think the director who or the writer who was working on it before was has already been fired and he doesn't know it. <laughs> I've like yeah. nailed all that stuff. I just get this vibe from Donald that I feel like I pick up on exactly what he's putting down, even though he's being um, mysterious about it. My gut instinct to this whole thing is he he knows what he wants the story to be but he knows that he has a lot of leeway as a celebrity. And I think what he's doing right now is he, he said, you know, I'll do it. And then they're like, we want to make it a series. And he's like, kind of don't want to do a series, but they announce it as a series. And he's like, okay, but you know, but he doesn't say he he's part of it or anything. And he's like, it has to be great. And I think what this comes down to is he's saying, Here's my proposal. I'm going to bounce back at you. And I think they accepted the offer. More money, less time working. I think he he would be on shooting a show for longer. And he may be making, it would have potentially less budget. I don't know if that's true or not compared to like what, what budgets get for this or that. But I think the negotiated pay um, and the time both factored into him switching the deal to uh, an opportunity where he could work for less or have uh, less time on his schedule working on that project. And yet that project gets elevated to theaters, theatrical run, uh, bigger probably promotion as far as like um, yeah. R&D or not R&D. What's it called? P&A. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm looking at his, you know, credentials. And, and they accepted resume. the offer in order to lock him in. I yeah, think. I mean, that's possible. I also feel like we may sometimes be overrating the star power of Donald Glover. I, I yeah, I understand that he's multifaceted, quite talented in music, TV, comedy, movies, all that. You know, jack of all trades, community, his stand-up, uh, he's great. I love him. But 
it's not like he's you know Tom Cruise and it's like oh we're gonna right. lock him in we're gonna make a billion dollars here like there has to be something else here um, to to make Disney pull the trigger on this thing especially with the status the company's in right now and Who do you that's think not a more for Solo huh? Donald or Woody Harrelson who made more money yeah who do you think was the bigger like get on I, that I movie? would oh Woody Harrelson you say that but it has I to don't be no yeah. Look at I the, feel I mean, like you're, I feel like it's, I, I don't disagree because I, I will say that I'm a hundred percent with you in the fact that I think we people fans and name also a, Lucasfilm are name. probably overestimating his worth. But at the same time, I do really think that when that movie was announced and it had Woody Harrelson in it, people are like, Oh, cool. Like that. I love Woody Harrelson. I'm glad he's in it. And then it's like Donald Glover playing Lando. I think people are like, yo, well, that's, that's cool. That's that was a, cool a fan game. cast that seemed the look was there and all that stuff. But like, but I think it was because like you got you got this guy, okay, to be in a Star Wars movie. But Woody I think Harrelson's that was a star. I know, but I'm telling you that I'm, just, I'm going off of the vibe of what people say about Donald Glover. Like, but you asked me who he, made more money. Whether it's all hype or not, you said who made more money. The answer is Woody Harrelson because he has a resume in Hollywood of being a star and being able to lead Hollywood, big Hollywood movies. What's your favorite Donald Glover movie? <laughs> Do you see what I'm right. saying? I know. I get it. But I honestly think it is. It's kind of one of those things where like, oh, we've been a band that's been around forever. But then this this guy just like blows up overnight and he's getting paid more than us because he's just like the hype is about again. Yeah. So I, high. He he's immensely talented and like I I still haven't watched Atlanta but now I now I definitely got to check that out. I'm I'm two seasons into it and I like it. I will say this. I watched the first like half of the season or first season and I was like I do not get this show at all and I realized it's not the kind of show that I thought it was. Like I like if you like if you thought it was going to be a comedy and it's not, it's like a sci-fi, you know, it's like you're watching it like, I don't get why this is funny. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just thought it was going to be a different type of show and I'm watching it like, I don't understand the show. And then I start like, I looked up stuff and I was like kind of trying to understand the vibe. And once I think I got it, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now it makes sense. Um, where so is it? I, where Where is it to watch now? Do you know where it's like streaming? Hulu. Yeah. Oh, nice. I put. Well, check it out. Yep, it um, is on Hulu. And so, I was excited because after watching two seasons of the show, I went to go see Haunted Mansion, and the main character in that movie is from Atlanta. He's one of the characters in Atlanta, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" I was like, "I have a connection to this guy now." Like, cause I've been watching him in this other show and I can see how his acting in that show compares to the acting in like Disney family haunted mansion movie. Um, you know, so it was cool Yeah, with Rosario I, Dawson, which was interesting too. That is interesting. Uh, I do think, I don't know. It's, it's just hard for me and I'm biased of course, cause I love Alden's Han Solo, but I just have a very hard time even uh, remove Han from it. I have a hard time thinking that they're not going to figure out a way to get the Falcon and Chewie in this thing too. And if you do that, you obviously get Han involved. So uh, my hope is because the end of Solo left so many threads open, 
that they do explore all this stuff and Lando gets like thrusted into the thick of it somehow. Like, how about this? Like, you know how Lando is a swindler and he likes to make money and he doesn't mind burning his friends. What if Lando winds up getting in the middle of all of this? And he's like in between Crimson Dawn and the huts and all this stuff. And he's sort of our, he's telling this story because he's the one who gets into trouble between all the syndicates some way. Cause he plays both sides. That could be something. And then we get to get Maul, we get to get Kira, but it's still Lando's story. And he's the reason why these syndicates start battling. The tricky thing for me is that everything you just described sounds like Solo 2. And this isn't Solo 2, it's Lando. So it's like, to me, it's like you, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example of like a, a character where there was like a, a, you know, the main character. And then when they did the sequel, they're like, but the sequel is actually not going to really involve, I mean, it'll have the main character from the other title movie, but it'll really be focused on this other guy, which is why we're changing the name to the, the other guy. Well, look at, you know, Fan, Phantom Menace. Uh, it's Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and they meet this yeah, but it wasn't kid. like Rocky. And then, like the second movie, it Creed features. I know, but that's different. That's way after oh the fact. But no. it's not. It's that's not the same thing. This is like you want Rocky two to happen, and they're going. We're not doing Rocky two. It's just not going to happen. But we are going to do a uh, Adonis Creed movie. And you're like, okay, but it's going to be basically Rocky 2, right? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think if they're pivoting from Rocky 2 to go do Adonis Creed, the, like, um, you know, not Creed the Sun, but like, you know, at that time in that era, like in the 80s, do his movie. I think it's about him. It's his story and it doesn't have anything to do with what was going on in the first one, you know. I am Maybe that's issuing, a poor example, but. I am issuing a pie bet. that han solo will appear in the lando movie that's tough because i don't i don't necessarily have a problem with him appearing because i think it it totally makes sense that lando appears in han solo's movie so han solo appearing in lando's movie the only the bet really to me is i'm gambling on whether or not i think lucasfilm thinks that's a good decision or a bad decision. They think it's a good decision in your mind because it will raise the stakes and bring more people to the box office. And I'm wondering if they think putting that guy in the movie would then turn people away because they saw what that was and they didn't like it or they didn't go. go I think, I think this is a low key because Alden hasn't come back to any celebrations or fanfare he's doing his own short his own private uh independent films and all that also stuff. watched cocaine bear cocaine bear who he like him delivering a line that the bear did cocaine and it, it, <laughs> it being believable is all you need to know about this that kid's chops. i, I just love that it was him and uh o'shea jackson jr yeah, I know, but what's his name? Riken. <laughs> it's like Han Solo and Riken running around the whole movie. Roken. Yeah. Roken. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I love it when I see uh, uh, Star Wars actors with other Star Wars actors doing. Oh, I just did, I just did so uh, I just did a pot on Death Proof, and it was Rosario Dawson and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think what I'm trying to get at is low-key under the radar 
Alden Ehrenreich's Han Solo is going through that time portal time period now that is leading to when he does return, it's a nice ovation for like, you didn't deserve what that, the results of that movie was sort of like a Hayden Christensen, I'm at best type of thing. I think he returns, he gets a nice warm welcome because the more people talk about Solo, they're like, yeah, a lot of people have really coming around to that movie. I think it gets a nice sort of warmer reception if he does return. So, and I think Lucasfilm has their ear to the ground on that and they understand that. And they also see sort of the momentum he's building as an artist, Alden Ehrenreich on his own right. Um, I, I would be honestly surprised if he does not make an appearance in this movie. So here's, here's a question for me. Let's say he does appear, right? Mm -hmm. We've now had, uh, a Han Solo movie with Lando and a Lando movie with Han Solo. Do you think that people start to think of this in that in that in that smaller pocket of like you know what's kind of going on in the Mandoverse? What's kind of going on over at Marvel is like in this era we could give Han Solo a movie, we could give Lando a movie, we could do this character do a movie, and then it sort of is like maybe leading to something that could be cool. If Lando takes off and it's well received, then you could sort of just start, you, maybe you don't have to do a solo too, like you don't have to do Hulk too, but Hulk involved with the Avengers you love Marvel. made a lot of sense, you know what I mean? Um, so getting these, these people together, Lando could be that pivot point where I still think it's his own movie, but the way, Oh, hundred percent end screen and, and like Lando walks in and, and, or Han walks in or whatever. And he's like, Hey buddy, I need you for another job. And then he's like, mm, and it like goes to credits or something, you know, it could <laughs> just be like, they obviously are setting up for something. And my question would be is there was Way back in the day, there was plans for this Boba Fett movie. And this Boba Fett movie was right. going to have Han Solo in it. And then uh, and then Han Solo or Boba Fett was going to be in Solo. Right. And they were going to do the whole thing. And I'm like, maybe if Lando is successful and Hal Alden's in it and Chewie's in it, you know, and they kind of maybe make that like connection to a bigger picture here. Is there any chance that we also could get either the Boba Fett movie or Boba Fett could be like the villain of, of, uh, but I don't see, but, 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 uh, but that would be bad because Boba Fett would need to be defeated. <laughs> if he also, was Thanos, you'd need to defeat him and kill him. And also, he obviously does not die. So let's that's not a bad forget idea. the fact that, but it's cool Lando, that he's around. Maybe Lando gets on the Falcon in the empire strikes back. And is totally okay with how everything looks. It's not shocking to him at all. Now, at the end of Solo, the outside gets completely thrashed. And it looks like the Falcon we know. The inside is still Lando's Falcon. Cape closets there. Nice tile floors. Uh, paneling still intact. Lights are on. Nice and fluorescent. Clean. Uh he should have had a, a visceral reaction when he went on the Falcon and Empire. That leads me to think like a, a hilarious scene would be like Lando getting on the Falcon and seeing that Han and Chewie turned into a pigsty. And he's like, what'd you, what did you do to my ship? Like, you know? Yeah. Like that, those types of scenes are what pop into my head. Um, and it's just like, it's, it's obviously my hope because I want to see it so badly, but I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm just like, I, it, I do 
want it to be Lando's movie, but it just makes a lot of sense to continue those threads and continue that Han Lando relationship, which we know has gone back and forth a few times over the years. Um, I'm not saying make it solo too. And like, sorry, Lando, like we're going to push you aside. Obviously not. You have, you have Donald Glover and his brother who want to write this character. They want to write the Lando movie. Yeah. I'm just saying Lando cool. Yeah, exactly. Have Lando be the hero of the movie. It's he's not going to be outshined by anybody just like Han wasn't outshined in solo, but they can and still Lucasfilm wants to develop their characters. Obviously, yeah, they, they can would love another there title as character who's a hero and, and kids yeah. look up to Lando now, too. You know, it's like, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting um, because, you know, going into this, I wasn't sure where you stood. I do remember us talking on uh, our private chats about you saying like, yeah, I don't know about that, that movie making it better. And I thought it did. But. It's interesting. I don't. I don't have much more to add to it, honestly. But it's. I uh, let's 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 put this out there. Let's hope it gets made. Yeah, we could briefly talk about that. Like, what? What if this was on that list? Where do you rank it? Um, we said Ryan Johnson was at the very bottom. Who do? You, yeah, who? Who's directing this? Like, um, like what if Sean Levy's directing this? I've I've put that stuff together too. Like uh, like was Ryan Johnson writing <laughs> Kevin Feige's movie, you know, and stuff. And it's like I just think at the end of the day, all that stuff is is not connected. Um, no, and it very well might not be. Um, where do I put it? <sighs> because Lucasfilm confirmed it to Variety, that gives it a boost. I have to put it above. I'm going to put it fourth so i'm going now mangled or no i'm going feloni mangled uh obeyed chinoy aka the ray movie lando sean levy taika ryan johnson i'm sorry say it again because i thought you were going from the bottom up and you didn't you went most likely to least likely okay yeah feloni mangled Obeyed Chinoy, aka the Ray, the Ray movie. Huh. Uh, Lando, Lando. Okay. Sean Levy, Taika, Ryan Johnson. I'm putting I'm putting Lando over Ryan and Taika because because our lists were kind of different. I'm I'm going uh, Ryan Johnson at the bottom, then Taika, and then Lando, and then Sean Levy. Actually, okay. Interesting. Sean Levy, not officially announced yet, but he has said it. So, yeah, I, I really, honestly, look at, look at the two, just, just strictly on this alone. Sean Levy says, I'm crossing that line. I'm making that movie. And Donald is going, it would have to be great. (laughs) You know, it's like, it looks literally those two lines alone. I go, all right. You know, I know you're both working on it, but one of, one of you seems very determined to cross the line and the other one, uh, not so much. Um, I also had a, a guess for a uh, director. You ready for this? Oh, it's, I, it's I, I know Yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. Ryan Coogler. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. It, it's it, after, after I think 
Black Panther came out, everybody was kind of eyeballing him for a Star Wars movie anyway because of how well the character was received. Um, and we've just not gotten it yet. We've not gotten him in talks. Uh, I don't necessarily know exactly what he's working on as as a director. It, like he did Black Panther and then he did Wakanda Forever. Um, but, I, but I'm looking on his IMDb and he's got two other movies that are currently in development or actually one of them is a TV series. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Creed has run its, it's, uh, that's weird that we're talking about Creed as well, but, um, but I feel like Creed has, has run its, uh, race. Well, Michael B. Jordan sort of took that over anyway. He directed the yeah. last one, I think. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. 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 But um, I don't know. I, I think Ryan Coogler could be a good choice um, to make that character um, a popular character just the same way as he did for Black Panther. Uh, yeah. I, I, he I totally think... revolutionized that character coming from nowhere and turned him into like an icon. And I, I, I would think that he could handle a Star Wars movie very well. He would make it very cool. And if you were going to attach him to a character, Lando makes a lot of sense. Donald yeah. Glover makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it would be groundbreaking. Uh, uh, well, I don't want to say first because, you know, Rick Famuyiwa, but first black director of a Star Wars movie. Um, and like having it be the, like the like hero black character in Star Wars where yeah. there's not many. Uh, having it directed by a black person, I think would be important for them. And I think I would see Donald Glover and Stephen Glover going that direction. Um, so that I, that would make a lot of sense. And I'd be happy if that announcement was made. So um, it's, that's just I off the cuff for me. I th- you know, I think he, would, he, he seems like he's just, he's one of those directors that you would just aim, you know, be like, that makes sense for that project. Yeah. And he's done, you know, Black Panther, which is a di- major Disney IP that made. Did you a ton see Wakanda Forever? I didn't see that one yet. No, I, I did. I had, it, I had reservations I, I, because of Chadwick Boseman dying, but I know I I I watched it and I remember I remember just kind of vibing through it. Like I was like, okay, that's what happened, but I I don't feel like I gave it the full watch because of the missing Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman angle and I was like I kind of want to revisit and see like how do they really approach that like I know how they approached it <laughs> I know what they did but I really want to see it uh and really take it in a little bit better because that the, his whole story is just like we're off topic now but like his whole story of like Chadwick Boseman becoming the Black Panther and then passing away before they could make a second one I, it was just that's so nuts I know and it I mean, still made a lot of money. We just did the Ray Stevenson thing too, you know. Yeah, like he just became this iconic Star Wars character overnight, right? Uh, right. And passes before he has the opportunity to ever do anything with him again. But we, we, but at least we don't know how that character ends. Maybe he dies. Yeah, and uh, Wakanda Forever made almost nine hundred million. So I mean, he's bankable, and Disney likes track records on that respect. So it checks all the boxes. So I. It's funny, like that. I guess that that was your pick, but I think it's the right. I've said it before. Yeah, I think it's the right move. I think it is. So hopefully, that's hopefully we can will that into fruition if it's not already uh, in ink. 
but maybe once all of the strikes get resolved, we're going to hear all these announcements because, you know, I mean, we've talked to people and they're like, yeah, people are still working on their stuff just like behind closed doors and they're waiting for the strikes to end so that they can share them with their colleagues mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I, it's exciting. And again, ultimately, I just hope it gets made and I hope it's good whether Han's in there or not. I just thought it was interesting now that they shifted it to a movie. Do they need to, you know, pepper more familiar faces and the Falcon and all that type of stuff in there? And how far do they go with it with, you know, Kira and, you know, all that stuff? Because Kira clearly knew Lando before the heist anyway. So I and my final thought on it, like I've said before, I think that I totally believe in the Lando character. I think that he could create his own world and be his own thing. And I think that is the 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 leg that they will stand on. But I also think that it would be really cool if they use this opportunity to sort of rebuild Solo and and re you know cultivate that era to give us something bigger in the future. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. Uh, anything else on this for uh, not for close me. out today's show? Yeah. Nope. All right. Good stuff. Um, Thank you to everybody for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on Lando. Uh, It got me more excited about Lando, just thinking about (laughs) it. Um, So hopefully it crosses the, uh, well, hopefully it starts production and then crosses the finish line and all goes well. And we get that Lando movie, uh, however it turns out being made. Um, And a lot of the other movies we talked about. Um, So Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening and watching. Make sure you spread the word. And uh, like we said before, if you're able to support us, hop on to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and sign up. Uh, And a special thank you to our generals and spice runners on Patreon. Carmelo, John Reese, Jetta Rosewater, Frank Grande, Nick Kratz, Darth Hurricane, Chris Morales, Brian Smith, Matt Chitty, Danny, Mike Ramori, Matt Heath, Brendan McLaughlin, Count Pepto, Sneaky Zebra, Aaron Ellington, Colin Cormier, Jolton Jedi DiMaggio, Diana and Dave Hornack, and our Spice Runners, David Probus, Neil Shaw, Kendall Gellner, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Michael Fry, and the Fort Worthian, and all our patrons, and all of our listeners, and all of our watchers, everyone in the TRB community, thank you so, so much. Uh, for me, uh, Johnny Hoey on X, Threads, Blue Sky, and my movie podcast, just like the movies, uh, we just did Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino. And we're doing Boogie Nights next. Should be a wild one. Uh, James, how about you? X and Instagram, both at Myra Trunks is where you can find me to talk about Star Wars and other things that we want to talk about. If they make X a pay for service, will you do it? Probably, yeah. How Here- much? What, what if it's like... That's Six the question. That's the question. It all depends on the price. What's your What's your cap? Um. Well, here's the thing: is when when blue first dropped, I did it. I did it, and most people didn't do it. And I think at the time it was two ninety nine, and I was like, I absolutely would pay two ninety nine for a for a service that I use literally every single day, and I'd get these benefits. Mm-hmm. It's worth $3 a month, which breaks down to what, 36 bucks a year or something like that. That's yeah. literally like going out to eat one time, you know? So it's like, yeah. I think that's that would be worth it to me. Um, although I, I don't know what this base price that Elon was talking about would be. It could be a dollar, but he think he says a couple dollars when he refers to it. And it's all for the, the glory of making the... Pr- 
uh, the, the platform better because it won't have the negative things that we associate with Twitter now. That's what he's trying to eliminate. We think it's bad people sometimes, and it's not. It's like these it, the negativity is coming from this thing that if he eliminates, wouldn't everybody want Twitter to be a great place? Okay, well, it can be for $1.99 a month, you know, 99 cents a month. Bucko five, right. tree fifty. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. And then, then we're good. Then there it is. Um, yeah, and then uh, for Lacey, as we said, Lacey Gillerin, uh across all the major social media apps. Um, that is and it. It's Lacey uh, Gillerin on TikTok. TikTok, right? Uh, so tomorrow, Ahsoka, part seven. Uh, we'll be back with you Wednesday night for TRB Live, 8.30 East, right here on YouTube.com slash at the Resistance Broadcast and uh, following that on all the podcast apps. So uh, enjoy your Mondays. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this, and we'll see you next time right here on the Resistance Broadcast. See you around, kids. <laughs>